2: This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
0: Time he throws it. That's another one. Most in 50 games. And he's only at 47 games. Passing yards. He's being chased as he heaves it down the back. John Johnson, who was in the locker room to start the quarter, and he crosses the goal line for a one-play strike from 75 yards.
1: Welcome on in, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Thursday. The Sweet 16 tips off tonight. We'll spend a lot of time on the games, giving you our picks and plays for tonight's College basketball games. David Behrman of ESPN is going to be part of the show in about 20 minutes. Reed Wallach of Betside in next hour. Excited to talk to him. And then our guy, Ed Egross, later on the show. So some great guests today. A lot of college hoops. We start, of course, what else? The NFL. Are we get off the air. We knew it was coming yesterday. We said it. Like, as soon as we get off the air, Tyreek Hill's getting traded. He did. He is heading to the Miami Dolphins, and it is a haul. The Chiefs get five picks back, including a first runner and a second runner this year. Uh, and then the Dolphins hand Tyreek Hill a four-year, one hundred and twenty million dollar deal. There's a lot to unpack here, including the shift in the market for these two teams, and and the one that struck me is the shift for the Dolphins. I, I look Tyreek Hill's a wonderful player, but this is come on, this is an overreaction for a wide receiver going to Miami. I mean, for them to go to fifty to one, or thirty-five to one, to win the Super Bowl, I, I mm-hmm. think it is a big shift and and too big of a shift. Joe, what do you think?
0: There were sports books that had Miami at 70, and they moved them down to that 35 to 40 range. In the NFC, they're in that range of 35 down to 20. So we always talk about the odds that move down. I need to take – I should take some time this afternoon and figure out what the hold percentage is because every day we're sitting here talking about moves that are made in the AFC, and we're always talking about numbers that are going down. Where are the numbers that are going up? There was a minimal adjustment on Kansas City moving up. I mean, we're talking like plus 850 to plus 900 at some spots. So it's basically a nothing in the AFC from plus 400 to plus 500. So where are all these big numbers at? Because every day we're sitting here talking about what AFC North and AFC West team is doing. And have they entered the chat on the Super Bowl conference conversation and how many great teams there are that they could make a run to the NFC title game if they were in the other conference? So where are the numbers that are going up? Uh, And we were talking, spending very little time on the AFC East. And now this is a move. How impactful? Man, Dolphins fans are happy. Good for you, and we're going to talk to one in about 20 minutes. I don't want to take anything away from you. <laughs> uh, this is not how you win. I, I I saw more positive stuff about Tua yesterday than in the last couple of years. Yep. Like all, all of a sudden, Tua's going to be able to play. Okay. I like the backup more. I, don't, I thought the, the signal was clear that they're not sure about Tua, No excuses left. And it doesn't mean they're going to give him the entire season to prove that he can play at this level that with the 17 games schedule, especially they could make that sort of a move within the first month of the season. And I thought they felt the same last year too, with the other backup that they had. I mean, that's just, it's clear what's happening in Miami. And I do say good for them. You don't want to be in the bottom five. That isn't part of the dance at all. However, It is not how I would build my team.
1: Aaron, what'd you think?
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. When you look at the AFC East division, they're at plus 400 to win it tied with that's what the Patriots are at as well. Um, So I wouldn't bet any dolphins futures right now. And then in terms of, you know, just looking at, the Bronc like the Chiefs are the Chiefs getting worse or did they win this side of things I guess it depends on what they do with those picks that they got back in exchange right but obviously the or
0: or yeah the cap room I mean
2: yeah well I mean just in terms of Russell Wilson obviously the Broncos are getting better I don't know if you could make the argument that the Raiders are with the move they just made um just looking at that division Are the Chiefs getting better or worse? Who won that side of things yesterday with the Dolphins?
1: I think they're worse today. Like, right? Tyreek Hill's really good. They're worse today, Mm -hmm. but they have the draft. Mm -hmm. There's always good wide receivers in the draft. And there's still free agency. I mean, Odell Beckham's still a free agent. They can make a trade for a wide receiver, right? They might look different opening day. Right now, I'd say the Chiefs are worse, but they're still the favorite to win the division. I mean, Tyreek Hill's not going to change that. They're still going to be the favorite to win the AFC West. Um in terms of Joe, you said it a minute ago, this is not how smart teams win. I was thinking about it yesterday. Think about the three teams that were linked and/or landed, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. The Raiders, the Jets, the Dolphins. What do those three teams have in common? They've won nothing for two decades. Like they just they don't <laughs> win. And they're the ones handing out first round picks and and $30 million a year for wide receivers. It just felt like, man, that's a lot, that's a lot of money. Now look, the Dolphins do have a fun. Group of weapons now. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, like Mike Gusecki. That's interesting. I, I think you hit it, Joe. This is do or die for Tua now. Like, hey, we gave you all this. If you can't move the football, you're out. We, we, we gave you everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I actually think that the chief side of this is more fascinating. Not so much in the sports betting world because the numbers didn't adjust that much. Now, what we've seen over the last couple of weeks is, okay, division odds. It does go up for Kansas City. They're into plus money. I I believe plus 175 from minus 175 earlier in the month. But the Chargers number is cut in half. The Broncos number was cut in half. The Raiders number was cut in half. (laughs) That division is awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I can't wait to see how it plays out. But how did we get here? How did we get here? Is it just selling high on Tyreek? No. No, this is a story as old as time, and uh, we've been talking about it a lot. It's what every team tries to do. We go all in with the quarterback on the rookie contract. They went all in. The Chiefs have not won enough, okay? You can make the argument that they were the Rams before the Rams, pushing all of their chips to the center of the table. They have not won doing that. So now they have to pay the piper. And they couldn't pay Tyreek Hill because of some of the moves they've made in the past. Some of the big-time trades. Health part of it, which you cannot control, which you have to take into account. That's that's always part of it. But um, they just haven't won enough Super Bowls. They thought they would have more at this point. And then, you know, we we talk about sometimes, even if you're a winning team, you still need to be one of the smart teams. Mm -hmm. Make moves that makes sense, and a lot of times in this league, there are teams that get a little bit of success, and they throw all the rules out the window. They they throw everything they've learned completely to the side, and they draft a running back in the first round, and, and that's what we've moves like that. Are the Chiefs. I remember when the Bears made the Super Bowl. They, they treat the draft, the following draft, a lot of times like, oh, we can do whatever we want. We made two, or we won the Super Bowl, and no, no, because time is going to catch up with you, and. They didn't win enough with Mahomes on that deal. They didn't win, didn't win enough with with some of the other moves that they've made. So now these other teams in their division, they believe they're really improving things. And I I don't want to take say full step back because you're never taking a full step back when you have Pat Mahomes as your signal caller. Right. But they are taking a half step back to the rest of the pack
1: which makes the division interesting because it, now it feels like maybe they won't win it. Maybe, maybe there's a chance they don't win it. Now, I still think they're in the playoffs. It's Are the mm-hmm. Dolphins a playoff team after all this? I still say no. In the I the AFC. No. I was looking at this morning. There are 12 teams in the AFC, 30 to one or less to win the conference. Only nine in the NFC. 12 teams, 30 to one or less. Like that's crazy. There's only seven playoff spots.
0: And wow. the,
1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. (laughs) Right, <laughs> tells you what the market thinks about Mitchell Trubisky. But, it's yeah, you know you know what's going to be fun, and I don't think this is available yet, but as we get closer this summer to the start of the season, I think just as fun is, okay, which futures are we going in on with the AFC, which teams are going to win the Super Bowl, represent the conference in the Super Bowl, all that stuff. Which teams are not going to make the playoffs? Mm-hmm. I'll probably have more no bets on the playoffs in the AFC than I've ever had. Mm-hmm. That's, gonna, yeah. that's fascinating. Like, where's the line going to be? How many wins is it going to take to make the postseason in the AFC when top to bottom y- you have, okay, you have some trash divisions, meaning it's, okay, it's a two-team division, or you have a four-team division in a couple of spots?
1: Yeah, we're, we're going to be diving into, like, which divisions the other they play in the other conference, right? That's going to p- play a big part of it. Yeah. I think what next year the AFC has nine road games, right? It flips. It's a 17-game oh, yeah, season, yeah. so that will play a role. I this, it's going to be fun to look at the futures uh, across the NFL. So Tyreek Hill, officially a Miami Dolphin. He chooses the Dolphins over the Jets. So that was the the wild thing in the afternoon. How about the wild thing last night? The Warriors, plus 10 at the Heat, that that was a stunner. But that wasn't the story, though. It was Jimmy Butler. It was Eric Spolstra. Udonis Haslam. Let's listen to some of this. Spolstra on what happened in that, uh, that little scrum in their huddle. <laughs> I, I watched the video.
2: Jimmy. Butler I did too. To, I saw the video. Did you see uh, the
1: video? <laughs> Jimmy's trying to fight people.
2: I loved it, seemed,
1: it. It seemed like he backed down as soon as Udonis Haslam got in his face. That was when he's like, all right.
0: My favorite part about it is, real quick, is that Lawrence Holmes here and Ike Reese in Philly both said the same thing about Jimmy. Like, fake tough guy. I, like, I, he does I mean, not want any hey, of this. hey, Paul, you don't even have to go to, to Lawrence. That's my guy, too. Or you don't have to go to Ike Reese. Go, we're right here Joe I came right. on your show years ago years ago it was the first yep. time we ever spoke and you asked me a random question about Jimmy Butler right after Philly made the move and I told right. you what you're going to get and did you not get all of the Jimmy Butler experience which is now in Miami
1: all of it, all of it. I mean it's <laughs> he's a lot he's a lot fake tough guy good player all that but the oh, when years- the lights
0: are on don't believe anything that guy is saying to those cameras it's oh, all an act.
1: His first press conference, he talked about driving fraud. a minivan and he's, in you know, he's just a humble guy. Oh, you know.
0: country music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love country music. Oh
2: my God,
0: He's too much. Yeah. Um, he, he's a fraud. and And it was on out there for everyone to see. That's yeah. who Jimmy Butler is when the locker room door is closed. He's a punk and Udonis Ham Haslam was going to beat his ass, and he told him, yes. I'm going to beat your ass. And you know what? Just watch Spolstra. The coach has to go with the superstar. Spolstra was with Haslam 100%. I, I will side with Spolstra. Ab- Did you see Tucker's reaction? Yes. When he was like- there? <laughs>
1: I um I always respect um, this bolster because he, he went right away when LeBron got there, he stood up to those guys. He's like, listen, I I'm am yep. i am in charge here. Like and I I, I that resonated. And you basically.
2: have to do that, you know. Yeah, otherwise we can't they'll run you over buddies with these guys. Yeah. I and
1: mean, then the story but of the it game was
2: funny night, how he said, like, oh, we were discussing our dinner plans.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> the story of the game was the Warriors. Nobody, nobody was chuckling in the media. He thought that no. that was going to get a, a chuckle. No, it wasn't happening. People weren't happening. Aaron, I
1: think, I think you called it yesterday. We talked through this game, the, the, the Warriors at the Heat, wondering maybe after that Draymond thing yesterday, would they come out and play better? They won. Yeah. They won outright by 14 points, despite being 10-point underdogs last night.
2: Yeah. So that is this going to be good, good
0: for the Heat or, or nothing? I don't know. Or, or bad. That's possible. Could be bad yeah
2: i hope it's not i have a heat to win the east future i forgot about and found yesterday
1: <laughs> I would what number what number did you get it's under is the it? mattress
2: <laughs> basically it's in it's a, a sports ticket. book i don't normally use oh, <laughs> okay put it that way. <laughs> can we gotcha. talk up
0: a- can we talk about the celtics and yes. our guy they might finish the season like 15 and 2. have you looked at the rest of their schedule
1: well, wow, how about no. they have won 15 of 16 against playoff teams. And they, the last five games, at some point, they've been up by at least 20 points. They are rolling through the – we talked about the yeah. number last night. The Jazz was four and a half. We're like, ah, they won the game. They blew them out.
0: They're, but the Hammer teams, I, that's why we're just like, you can't consider the Jazz because right. of the way they just pummel teams. Have yeah. you seen – you look, we all know they're the best defense. We've been talking about it since the uh, Celtics' run started, and everybody has have you really looked at some of the numbers how good they are defensively it is unbelievable yep. when you look at some of the uh wind horses bringing this up on his show some of the one per 100 possessions defensively okay so if you go from boston number one to dallas number two the difference is four and a half points okay four and a half that's the same difference as going from number two down to number 18 in the NBA. They are on a tier all by themselves defensively. Nobody else is close. Take a look at the point differential right now. I mean, that is a different team than what we saw in the first 30 games. If you just look at that, they're playing like they're the best team in the NBA. Like they're right there with the Suns. That's the level they're playing at. And they're still not getting that respect. Because we see the star power in the Eastern Conference. And yeah, just right now, quick, they're
1: fourth. They're fourth in the odds, eleven to one to win the uh, to, to win the East or win, win the title.
0: Uh, fourth to win the East. And the uh, Timberwolves tried to send a message, and then that went that went wrong in the fourth quarter against the yeah. Suns. You know, you know, it was close. With, it, it was uh, basically tied with five minutes left. I, I I don't think that was a bad thing. No, I mean, I think it was overall good. They just, like, at the end. I think that's basically a microcosm of what's going to happen in a playoff series.
1: Right. And quickly, Grizzlies 15-2 without John Morant. They win that game outright last night against the Nets. Grizzlies are
0: unreal. I I do hope that uh, Phoenix, Minnesota is the playoff series because that means we were right about our angle there. But, yeah, here in Chicago, oh, the injuries. Most other teams, oh, but the injuries. you got to take that into account. No, Memphis doesn't make excuses. They don't care. They
2: go all
1: the They win. David yeah. Behrman of ESPN Chalk joins us next on the BetQL Network.
2: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. From
1: BetQL.